Welcome to r slash Petty Revenge, where OP forecloses on a jerk's house. Our next Reddit post is from Chill Dude. Backstory. A few years ago, I bought my first house in a medium-sized neighborhood in a southern state. It had an HOA, but I actually picked the neighborhood because they had the lowest HOA dues in the city, the fewest rules, and the house was by far the nicest one I could afford on my budget. After a few weeks, I got a violation notice from the HOA telling me that I had two violations needing correction. One, my lawn wasn't green enough. Two, my trash cans were too close to my driveway. I was thoroughly confused about number one because it was February in the middle of winter, so of course my lawn was dead. Like pretty much everyone else's. So I had assumed that this was either a mistake or an existing offense from a previous owner. As for the trash cans, I kept them on the side of my house, and I think when the HOA came by, my trash can stuck out past the sidewall like one foot, so how dare I? I shrugged them off and continued on. Come March, I got another notice, this time fining me for both violations. Each one cost a hundred bucks, and they wanted the money in two weeks. I was pissed. This made no sense, and I was not about to let them try to get my money for BS violations. So I called the management company that worked with the board to get them appealed. The lady told me that I needed to appeal directly to the board, and that I could do so in the next annual meeting in a few days. So, of course, I showed up at the meeting. Prior to it starting, I met with a few homeowners and learned that they were all there for similar BS violations, and they were pissed off too. I then talked with one of the board members about the appeals process. He was an older guy in his 70s with short gray hair and a very worn and angry face. He asked what I was getting fined for, and when I told him, he just looked at me and said, And you should get fined for that. Young people like you not taking care of their homes is the whole reason I got on this board. Learn to be a better property owner. This dude was the VP of a volunteer board telling me that I didn't know how to take care of my house. What a sad life. The meeting then started, and the moderator mentioned that since this was an annual meeting, we'd be voting on three out of five of the board members. They had some applicants to the board, and we could also nominate someone today. That's when I had the idea of how I could get my revenge. When the election part of the meeting came, I nominated myself, gave some BS speech about how HOAs are not here to make money, and that I wanted to serve my community. I won in a landslide, and you could see the board members getting annoyed because they had scowled during my speech. After the meeting, I appealed my violations, in a very elegant way, and they agreed to waive my trash can violation. As for the grass one, apparently since I had weeds growing in my yard, like a tiny patch in the corner, they were still finding me because the weeds were turning yellow after I sprayed them. I was dumbfounded how they could get away with this, but they used a technicality in the bylaws that I had signed, so I ended up losing a hundred bucks. Now, the revenge. I'll be honest, I had not expected this to work. After joining the board of five people, including myself, I was appointed secretary and had to help maintain meeting notes and review records. They specifically told me that I wasn't allowed to propose new policies, but I could vote on new ones proposed by the VP or the president, which I later learned was actually a violation of their own rules. I voted down every new rule as long as I was in a position to do so. I decided that my best course of action was to observe how the others operated and look for an opening to get each of them off the board. 
The first opening came when the president, who literally looked like the most Karen woman ever, mentioned that she wanted to find people for flowers that weren't neutral in color. Basically, if a homeowner wanted to add something like turquoise flowers, we would find them. She apparently had a neighbor that had flowers that she didn't like, and she wanted to use the board to stop them. It was pretty insane. I then started my revenge on her. I started a message thread on Slack with the other board members and asked them what they thought about this new policy and her reasoning. After far too much deliberation, two of them honestly thought that this was okay. We agreed the policy went too far. I then made a long post in the main channel telling her that her actions were not only wrong, but that she should also be excused from the board. When she inevitably flipped out, I called a board meeting in the following week, and the other four board members voted her off for targeting a community member for personal gain. She gave a sob story about how the board was her life and that the neighborhood was like her child, but I didn't care. That was one down. I convinced one of my good neighbor friends to join in and take her spot. The next members I targeted were the treasurer and director because I wanted to save the VP for last. They were actually pretty easy to get off the board because they were very easily swayed by public opinion. So I made a fake account on Nextdoor and waited until spring. When the letters went out, I looked for angry posts on Nextdoor. I then would comment on each post, giving them the first names of the two board members as the culprits and told them to come to the next HOA meeting to appeal. This worked far better than I had expected. During the next meeting, over 50 people showed up and called out those people by name. It was glorious. During the open session, community members grilled those two for their poor policies, even though they weren't even the ones who made them. The VP, who was now the president after the other one resigned, tried to defend them, but ultimately failed. The two members were so distraught after the meeting, and I told them that maybe they should resign, and they both did. That was two more down, both of which were replaced by a couple who came to that same meeting and wanted to get rid of these rules. Finally, the board had been flipped to four out of five people wanting to get rid of all these dumb rules. The president, however, was still the same old angry, hateful man. He tried to add more rules to increase violation revenue, and we voted him down every time. He started to get annoyed, but stayed steadfast to the board. I tried a lot of tactics to get him to leave, but not much swayed him. A few months went by, and we started with a new management company. They had a much better style of property management and a website for looking through our community's records as well as automated reports. When we got our first report about our fines, I hit pay dirt. The president's house appeared and he owed around $10,000. Apparently, he had open violations that he had never paid and the other management company hid it from the board for him. So, I looked into remedies. Since his fines were over $3,000, our bylaw stated that a majority vote of the board could start an HOA foreclosure on his home, which, by the way, I think is insane that HOAs can do that. So, I got all the documents together and double-checked with the new management company that the fines were correct, which they confirmed. I called an emergency board session, presented the information, and four out of five of us voted to start the foreclosure process. The president got angry, cursed, and left the meeting early. We were told a few days later that the president had resigned, paid his fine, and put his house up for sale. 
While I'm sad that we couldn't force a foreclosure, at least he's off the board. I am currently president to this day, and I've reduced the fining policy to be a maximum of $400, and homeowners can appeal anytime they want digitally. In addition, I've banned any grass fines until May, and trash can violations have been super relaxed. Moral of the story, never find me 200 bucks, call me a stupid young kid, and expect to not lose your house. This feels like Game of Thrones, HOA edition. In the game of homeowners associations, you either win or your house gets foreclosed on. Our next Reddit post is from GoDaddyO. My buddy Steve has worked at a small business for over 10 years. Most of his time there has been pretty alright, but recently it's become a remarkably worse place to work. Steve is the most senior employee outside of management and by far the most productive. He's always training new hires, working extra hours, helping other departments, you name it. Pretty often, Steve will come in for a couple of hours on his day off to take care of backed up paperwork and general housekeeping of his department. This does wonders for keeping the department running smoothly, especially when they're busy. Management knows about this and approves. Going into the holidays this year, they're absolutely slammed, as usual. Orders are backing up, and it's all hands on deck. Extra hours, full tilt. After another 60-hour work week, Steve has a couple of days off. On his second day off, he decides to go into work for a few hours. He knows that his coworkers are likely too busy to be taking care of the side stuff, so he's been a team player and helping out. While he's finishing up and about to leave, Steve's manager comes up to him and they have the following conversation. The manager says, Hey, Steve, quit messing around. Get back out there and do your job. Steve replies, Hey, manager, sorry, it's my day off. I'm not scheduled to work this shift. I'm just helping out, leaving in like five minutes. The hell you are. Get your butt out there. Nope, not happening. I'm going home. The next day, Steve is predictably brought into the office, dressed down, and written up for insubordination. But there's a few things about Steve that you should know that his employers knew but either forgot or didn't care about. 1. Steve's been getting fed up with his employer for a while now. 2. Steve is quite financially stable because he works in a high-demand industry and his wife also has a fantastic, well-paying job. 3. Steve is about to become a dad. In fact, he's very, very close to becoming a dad, right after the holidays, most likely. So, Steve is in the manager's office, just finished getting talked down to, and they hand his write-up to sign. Steve signs his write-up and hands it back, along with an envelope with a short letter inside. What's this? The manager asks. My two weeks' notice. Cue the backpedaling. The manager is apologetic and asks for Steve to at least finish the holiday rush. The big boss comes in and offers a raise if he stays. The whole shebang. Steve turns it all down. Now, Steve's former employer has to get through the holidays without their most reliable worker, which will take at least two or three new hires to cover. Meanwhile, Steve can enjoy the holidays without stress, help prepare for the arrival of their baby, and start looking for work again once they're good and ready. Our next Reddit post is from Natty Nix. So, my dear old mother has been my personal hell for as long as I can remember. Starting from threatening to hit me with a bottle, to trying to break down my door while screaming obscenities at me, to actually hitting me over the head with an umbrella and yelling at me when I cried. I was 11, by the way. She blamed me for my sister's divorce for years. I was 6 at the time this happened. She left for 3 months without warning, then acted entitled to my forgiveness when she came back. 
She threw things at me, broke three TVs, and called me a myriad of names. The worst thing is that she acts like she's the best mom in existence around other people. She'll, like, compliment me and stuff, and I can't have a support system because no one would believe me when I say that she's awful. But I've had an ace up my sleeve for the past two years. I secretly took videos and audios of every horrible moment and kept them in a safe folder. I had moments like the ones mentioned above, and lots more of her talking flack about neighbors, friends, and her own kids behind their back. Tonight, I'm packing up to go to college. By morning, the whole folder will reach multiple people, including my half-siblings, aunts, uncles, neighbors, and her friends. I hope you have a good day, mother. Like you always said, justice is best served cold. Our next Reddit post is from the Toilet Destroyer. Friday night I came home from work to find someone on our block was having a large party, and someone decided they were entitled to park in my driveway. Keep in mind, my driveway is a single car wide, lined with a retaining wall on both sides and a garage at the end. It's essentially impossible for a tow truck to come pull them out without property damage. Seeing this and the lack of street parking, I took this as a cue to park right behind them in my driveway. Now, a few hours go by, and their entitled Parker is now knocking at my door, demanding I move my car so she can leave. Since she was being demanding, I informed her that I had been drinking, so I wouldn't move my car. The entitled Parker then decides to call the cops and get them to force me to move. When the police knocked on my door, I was sure to grab a beer from the fridge before I answered to talk to the officer. I told him that after I got home, I was unwinding, and I'd been drinking, and I was in no shape to drive. At this point, their hands were tied, because they couldn't tow her car out, I'm in no shape to drive, and I'm legally parked in my driveway. I ended up telling the entitled Parker that since it's a long weekend, I would be on a weekend-long bender, and they could come move my car after I go to work on Tuesday. What I don't understand is, why were the cops even trying to help her? Hello, police? I, um, I trespassed on someone else's property. Can you come help me let me trespass again, I guess? He stole my car by not letting me come get the thing that I left there after trespassing. That thief. Like, what are the cops gonna do? Arrest you for not doing a favor for someone? Like, it's, it's not your problem and it's not their responsibility. I'm surprised they showed up at all, to be honest. That was our slash petty revenge. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.